T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hello, fellow Patriots and Liberty lovers everywhere. Getting underway with the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack Show. And this late score just in, football seven, Big Ten pinhead presidents, nothing. And that is a final. The Big Ten Conference, one of the richest and most powerful in college sports, under pressure for... Uh, I guess about a month now, to reverse its policy to not play football this fall because of the Wuhan flu. Uh, However, uh, giving in to the pressure, the uh, Big Ten has uh, announced today that they will be playing football and not postponing the season until 2021. And when you consider that they have... uh, Teams like Ohio State, that was number two in the preseason polls, Uh, Michigan, uh, Penn State, they uh, have now agreed to to try and play football as soon as October 23rd, but without fans in the stadium. Okay? Uh, They they claim that uh, updated information about the uh, Rona now makes it possible for them to go ahead and play football. Not to mention the fact that there are billions of dollars that these universities would be foregoing if they don't have a football season. Uh, They have been catching living hell from football (laughs) fans of all these universities, including uh, Nebraska. Nebraska at one point actually threatened to go ahead and play anyway and come up with their own schedule. So uh, the Big Ten will be playing football Uh, I saw where a couple of Ohio State players had already opted out for the year and said they were uh, going to prepare for uh, the NFL draft in the spring. So I I guess they'll come back now. We'll see. Meantime, in Washington, the president continues his news conference. Uh, Let's uh, jip, as they say, join in progress a little bit of that. Here's the president. For uh, distribution for for vaccination. And there's over 14,000 federally qualified health centers that are particularly targeted to minority and low income areas. So that's a focus. I want to point out two other things. We're also uh, prioritizing testing to historically black colleges and universities. And we're in the process of getting that uh, finalized because we know that there's high, you know, higher morbidity in certain ethnic groups. And the last thing I would say is uh, it's particularly heinous and egregious abuse of the media to instill fear into people about taking a vaccine because there is no shortcut here. Everything is safe. Everything is effective. 
and for people who have particularly an influence on minority communities to instill fear and doubt is a particularly you know, outrageous abuse of public policy and of leadership. These are people that have higher risk. And so I implore everyone who's in a high-risk category Scott that Atlas. when we get a safe, effective vaccine, they should take the vaccine. I will say this is a phenomenon that only happened when they realized that we may very well have the vaccine prior to a certain very important date, namely November 3rd. Once they heard that, the Democrats started, just to show you how bad the intention is, they started knocking the vaccine. Had nothing to do with the vaccine. It was totally made up. It's all disinformation. Uh, just like they put an ad in about football, just like they put with respect to me. I'm the one that got football back, and I was always against them going out. It was ridiculous, that Big Ten, and now hopefully Pac-10 goes back. And I say that uh, just like even worse, they put out a totally fake ad, totally made-up story. It was a made-up story by a third-rate magazine where the head guy, I guess the head person, I have no idea who he is, I don't know him, but he's friends with Obama and Clinton. So they made up this horrible story, and then they did ads. Well, they made up this story, too. This story is very simple. They started knocking the vaccine as soon as they heard that this actually may come out prior to election. Now, it may or may not, but it'll be within a matter of weeks. It'll be within a matter of weeks from November. It's ready to go, and it's ready to, for massive distribution to everybody with a focus, again, on seniors. And I, I will say, uh, also, the historically black colleges and universities, uh, we uh, are doing, uh, at my suggestion, because they have had a difficult problem there, we are doing more testing there and uh, finer testing. We have our, our great apparatus there. But we, when you look at what we've done on testing in terms of the technology and the amount, it's been really amazing. In fact, I think we're going to crack 100 million tests very soon in the very near future. We're going to be cracking 100 million tests. Now, what that does do is it shows up more cases. If we didn't test, we wouldn't have cases. You would have no cases. Other countries, they don't test, they don't have cases. And then they say, oh, the United States. Well, uh, but we're proud of it because it shows where there may be a problem and it helps people. But we're doing tremendous testing at the uh, historically black colleges and universities. And that was a suggestion I made, and I think it's a good, I think it's a good suggestion. Yeah, please, go ahead. Yes, um, go ahead. Thank you. Um, uh, the core of Vice President Biden's argument is that you don't trust the scientists, you don't listen to them. And here up on the podium today, you're twice contradicting the director of your own CDC on the science, who testified before Congress today. No, he's contradicting himself. I think he misunderstood the question. Well, he was testifying. You know what I think? I think American he misunderstood. People. I told you, I don't have to go through this. I think he misunderstood the questions. But I'm telling you, here's the bottom line. Distribution is going to be very rapid. He may not know that. Maybe he's not aware of that. And maybe he's not dealing with the military, et cetera, like I do. Distribution is going to be very rapid, and the vaccine is going to be very powerful. It's going to solve a tremendous problem. But it's going to be very powerful. How do the American people trust you on the pandemic when you're contradicting the head of the CDC and your Because own of the great job we've done because of the great things we've done in other fields also, because of the fact that we created ventilators, we built ventilators by the thousands, and now we're supplying to the world, because of uh, all of the incredible work we've done for governors who are on every call saying, this is incredible, this is great, this is great. Sometimes they're not quite as friendly at a news conference when you have people covering it. But we have done a phenomenal job on COVID-19, as they like to call it. 
Uh, I call it other things. But we have done a phenomenal job. I get calls from other people in other countries. They can't believe the job we've done. And then they'll say, is there any way that you could get us ventilators? I say, how many do you need? 1,000 ventilators. I said, we'll be able to take care of it. We're making thousands of ventilators, very complex, very expensive, very difficult thing to make. We're making thousands a month. The cupboard was bare when I got here. And I will tell you, our distribution is going to be very rapid and very it's going to be all-encompassing. We are going to have a focus on certain groups that have problems, senior citizens, et cetera. But it's a very powerful it's — it's going to be a very powerful distribution. It's going to cover everybody, and it's going to cover them rapidly. I don't know whether or not the doctor knows that, how much he covers, but I called him because I said, why did you say that long? He wasn't that aware of it. And the other one was the mask. The vaccine is going to have tremendous power. It's going to be extremely strong. It's going to be extremely successful. We're not going to have a problem. And the mask may help, and I hope it helps, and I think it probably does. But again, the, the mask is a mixed bag. There are some people, professionals, Scott, you would know a lot of them, but there are some people that don't like the mask because of the touchiness and the touching, and then you're touching everything else. They have — they feel that masks have problems. So anyway, go ahead in the back, please. Mr. President, do you have confidence in Dr. Redfield? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do. Well, you do. just said he could I, do. Answers well, he gave you some answers. Questions? Uh, he sort of, I think, maybe misunderstood a question. But we're beyond that now. We're really in final stages of uh, vaccines. We're getting ready to go phase one on distribution. And I think it may come out even sooner than you think. Uh, I think the vaccine's going to be even uh, better than people thought originally. I think are people are listening to uh, President uh, Trump at his really news conference this afternoon. Isn't it amazing to watch the, uh, the lamestream media carrying the water? For Biden, as you heard that one reporter badgering the president, well, you're uh, you're uh, contradicting uh, the head of your own CDC. Uh, Biden says you don't know what you're doing. Uh, isn't that right? Uh, you don't know what you're doing. You know. You know, it, it's it's all you know. Have you stopped beating your wife? You know, and and I I guess these reporters feel like they're they're being what uh, crack investigators. You know, when all they're doing is acting as a public relations arm for Biden and the Democrats. Uh, one other note about this. Uh, where's Fauci? Where's Dr. Burks? It took him a while, but I think President Trump has been clued into the fact that uh, Dr. Fraudji who was busy writing love letters to Hillary Clinton after her testimony on Benghazi before Trey Gowdy's committee, uh, telling her what a marvelous job she did and what a great public servant she was and how he loves her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Fauci is obviously uh, somewhere over the horizon. And now uh, we hear from Dr. Scott Atlas the Robert Wesson Senior Fellow in Scientific Philosophy and Public Policy at Stanford University's Hoover Institution, who seems a little more grounded in reality than Fauci, who obviously had an agenda, which I think the president adhered to for far too long, but that's just me. 16 after 6 here on the Bobby Mac Show. We'll be right back. More 
on uh, the Wuhan flu. I'm going to revisit something that I shared with you a while back and then bring it up to speed uh, with the more relevant contemporary data on uh, the Wuhan flu. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. 623 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Great to have you along here in the bonus hours. We uh, head towards 7 and the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, interesting developments here in the last few days. I mentioned on the program yesterday, uh, this Chinese doctor, a woman who escaped from Hong Kong when the CCP cracked down in Hong Kong and essentially uh, reduced its uh, its. Uh, efforts at democracy there and made it more like the rest of uh, mainland red China uh, had uh, had talked about how she had proof that the uh, virus, the uh, COVID-19 uh, had had actually rather than being something that developed in nature is something that was created in that lab in Wuhan, China. Now, I shared this piece with you. The original date on it was March 25th of this year, and I've read it once since, but you need to, to know this background to be able to lend some credibility to what this doctor is saying. And, and uh, after I do this, uh, we will hear her interview with Tucker Carlson last night on Fox, where she uh, spells out exactly what transpired here. In a secret speech given to high-level Communist Party cadres nearly two decades ago, Chinese Defense Minister General Chi Hioshin 
explained a long-range plan for ensuring a Chinese national renaissance. He said there were three vital issues that must be grasped. The first, the issue of living space, because China is severely overpopulated and China's environment is deteriorating. The second issue, therefore, was that the Communist Party must teach the Chinese people to go out. By this, Qi meant the conquest of new lands in which a second China could be built by colonization. From this arose the third vital issue, the issue of America. Xi warned the high-level Communist Party leaders, this appears to be shocking, but the logic is actually very simple. China is in fundamental conflict with the Western strategic interest. Therefore, the United States would never allow China to seize other countries to build a second China. The United States stands in China's way. So does India, by the way, as the Chinese have recently learned to their regret. General Chi explained the problem as follows, and I quote, Would the United States allow us to go out to gain new living space? First, if the U.S. is firm in blocking us, it's hard for us to do anything significant to Taiwan, Vietnam, India, or even Japan. So how much more living space can we get? Very trivial. Only countries like the United States, Canada and Australia have the vast land to serve our need for mass colonization. We are not as foolish as to want to perish together with America by using nuclear weapons, the general said. Only by using non-destructive weapons that can kill many people will we be able to reserve America for ourselves. Of course, he added, we have not been idle. In the past years, we have seized the opportunity to master weapons of this kind. The ruling Chinese Communist Party considers biological weapons to be the most important weapons for accomplishing their goal of, quote, cleaning up America. Qi credits former party leader Ding Xiaoping with putting biological weapons ahead of all other weapon systems in the Chinese arsenal, quote, when Comrade Zhao Ping was still with us, the Party Central Committee had the perspicacity to make the right decision not to develop aircraft carrier groups and focus instead on developing lethal weapons that can eliminate mass populations of the enemy country. It may seem difficult to believe, but Qi considered himself to be a humanitarian communist and therefore admitted to mixed personal feelings on this matter. Quote, I sometimes think how cruel it is for China and the United States to be enemies. After all, he noted, the U.S. helped China in World War II. Chinese people remember that the U.S. opposed Japanese imperialism, but none of that matters now. In the long run, said Xi, the relationship of China and the U.S. is one of a life and death struggle. This tragic situation must be accepted. According to Xi, we must not forget that the history of our civilization repeatedly has taught us that one mountain does not allow two tigers to live together. China's overpopulation problem and environmental degradation will eventually result in social collapse and civil war, according to Xi. 
He estimated that more than 800 million Chinese would die in such a collapse. Therefore, the Chinese Communist Party has no policy alternative. Either the United States is cleaned up by biological attacks or China suffers a national catastrophe. We must prepare ourselves for two scenarios, Chi said. If our biological weapons succeed in the surprise attack, the Chinese people will be able to keep their losses at a minimum in the fight against the United States. If, however, the attack fails and triggers a nuclear retaliation from the U.S., China would perhaps suffer a catastrophe in which more than half of its population would perish. That is why we need to be ready with air defense systems for our big and medium-sized cities. In his speech, Xi provides us with a key for understanding China's developmental strategy. Our economic development is all about preparing for the needs of war, he said. It's not about improving the life of Chinese people in the short run. It's not about building a consumer-oriented capitalist society publicly, said she, we still emphasize economic development as our center, but in reality, economic development has war as its center. The same can be said for Chinese intense interest in the biological sciences. When we come back on the other side, the Chinese plans for weaponizing viruses. 6.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie's ready with the news. I'm right back with the last half of the bonus hour here on Wednesday on WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Six thirty-six now, twenty-four before seven. As you know, we like to dig inside the news uh, to give you a better understanding of what may actually be going on, including uh, the upcoming interview with uh, Dr. Li Ming Yan. She was on with Tucker Carlson last night. She is the Chinese virologist accusing Beijing of the coronavirus cover-up, uh, saying that it was not a uh, naturally occurring virus that it was created in that Lu, that lab in Wuhan, China. Uh, this is from a piece that was a, the American thinker uh, back in uh, March that I've shared a couple of times, but is worth hearing again to give you background. The West is yet to grasp the underlying motive for China's ready participation in the West's P4 microbiology labs where the world's most deadly microbes are studied pathogen lethality level four labs. 
This now bubbles to the surface in the novel coronavirus pandemic that has occurred in Wuhan at the heart of China, just outside China's principal P4 virology lab specializing in deadly viruses. Not long after delivering his speech, and bear in mind this speech was delivered uh, two decades ago to high-level Communist Party members, uh, not long after delivering his speech, General Chi stepped down as defense minister in 2003, the same year as the SARS coronavirus outbreak in China. This was also, coincidentally, the same year Beijing decided to build the Wuhan P4 virology lab. Given Chi's speech, is the novel coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan an accident occasioned by weaponizing the virus at that lab? Two data points are worth considering. First, in 2008, Taiwan's top security official told lawmakers that Taiwan had intelligence linking the SARS virus to research done in Chinese labs. This according to the Sydney Morning Herald. Given China's economic clout and political infiltration of Chinese language media, it's not surprising the National Security Bureau director, Xi Ming was forced to retract his statement, which had none of the usual features of a gaffe. Was he forced to retract a statement that was true since he couldn't reveal his intelligence sources inside China? Second, is China's alleged role in technology theft in the West, including biology labs? In a recent case in Winnipeg, Canada, a prominent Chinese virologist, along with her husband and an unknown number of her students from China, was removed from the National Microbiology Lab. Uh, the doctor's conduct is being investigated by the Mounties over allegations described by the Public Health Agency of Canada as a possible policy breach. Canadian news outlet CBC reported that uh, this Chinese virologist had been invited to the Wuhan National Biosafety Laboratory of the Chinese Academy of Sciences twice a year for two years. A later CBC report denied claims that there was evidence the Chinese scientists stole coronavirus from the lab. There are many details about the case that haven't been made public yet, and scarce details are available. However, the linkages between the Wuhan outbreak and China's ambitions when it comes to deadly microbes must figure into our calculations. We must have an investigation of the outbreak in Wuhan. The Chinese must grant the world total transparency. The real concern here is whether the rest of the world has the courage to demand a real and thorough investigation. We need to be fearless in the demand and not allow economic interest to play a coy and dishonest game of denial. We need an honest inquiry and we need it now. Now bear in mind this was all written, uh, the speech delivered by uh, General Chi Heoshin uh, happened a couple of decades ago and he resigned from his position as Chinese Defense Minister in 2003. But this piece was written in, uh, in March before uh, we saw the totality of the outbreak of the Wuhan flu here in America. Now, as I mentioned, uh, this uh, doctor who escaped from Hong Kong, her name is Li Ming Yan, told Fox News she believes China 
knew about the coronavirus well before it claimed it did and says her supervisors ignored research that she was doing that she believes would have saved lives. Um, the interview she did with Tucker Carlson is certainly worth listening to, and I'm going to share it with you. Uh, it runs about six minutes or so. I don't know if we'll take it in its entirety because you'll get the gist pretty quickly. Uh, but uh, we will share that with you when we come right back. And we'll go ahead and uh, take our last break here a little bit early to have enough time to get all that in. 6.42 now, 18 before 7 here on the Bobby Mac Show, Hump Day Edition on WORD. Welcome back. 647 now, 13 before 7 o'clock. So you can call it conspiracy theory. You can say it's a wacko, it's off the wall. But when you hear the words uh, from uh, a couple of, uh, well, more than 15 years ago from the Chinese defense minister talking about exactly this kind of thing, weaponizing a viral weapon to use against an avowed enemy, and make no mistake, the Chinese consider us their enemy. Uh, it, it, uh, it gives you pause. Uh, now I'm going to share with you the interview from last night that Tucker Carlson did with Dr. Li Ming Yan, uh, who said she believes China knew all about the uh, coronavirus and said it, it, it did not occur in nature and was created in the lab. Her English is heavily accented, uh, but listen carefully to what she has to say. Here is Tucker Carlson's interview from last night on Fox News. And we're going to do that again right now. Li Meng Yan is the virologist who says she has evidence about where this pandemic actually came from. We're happy to have her on tonight. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Hi, so, Tucker. Hi, Tucker. I, thank you. Thank you. I know that you've published some of your research. You're planning on publishing more soon. Give us, for a non-scientific audience, a summary of why you believe this virus came from a lab in Wuhan, please. Okay, briefly from my first report, I can present the solid scientific evidence to our audience that this virus, COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 virus, actually is not from nature. It is a man-made virus created in the lab based on the China military discover and owned the very unique bad coronavirus which cannot affect people but after the modification becomes a very harmful virus at now. So I have evidence to show why they can do it, what they have done, how did they do it. So what you're saying is much more sinister even than we've suggested on this show than Tom Cotton, so than almost anyone suggested. You're saying that the Chinese government manufactured this virus, if I'm hearing you correctly. That's what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Based on the virus genome, it's basically like our fingerprint. So you can see the very unusual characters in their genome, which clearly, based on the other evidence they left during the modification, we can see finally this is exactly the one come from their own special bad coronavirus and then target human. What you're alleging is shocking more even than I anticipated when we invited you on. 
So I, I just want to ask the most obvious question, which is this, this genome presumably is in the possession of many researchers around the world. Why is nobody saying yeah. this if it's true? Yeah, why there is nobody want to say it? It's because of the big suppression come from the Chinese Communist Party government and also their friend in scientific world. So basically, this is very clearly that this virus is like Frankenstein. So he created those things like basically a cow has deer's head, has rabbit's ear, and also have monkey's hand. So they can never get it from the nature. And there were evidence left in the genome. But the scientific world also kept silence, worked together with Chinese Communist Party. They don't want people to know this truth. Also, that's why I get suspended, I get suppression, I, is, I am the target that Chinese Communist Party won't be disappeared. You're a brave, you're a brave person. Um, I, I, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and, and assuming you're not an anti-Chinese racist. So it's, it's not clear why Twitter would shut you down or why you're being ignored by the rest of the U.S. media. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, why yeah. would the Chinese government intentionally create a virus like this? Okay, if you want to know the exact motive, the exact idea, I think people have to come to ask them, ask Communist Party, why did they do it? Because they are the ones who do it. We cannot always understand their evil thinking. You have to come to ask them. But what we see already proves that they have done that. It harmed everyone in the world, lead to the historic pandemic, involve everyone. How do you believe this virus made its way from the lab in Wuhan outside to the rest of the world? Okay, first, as I said, I, haven't sh uh, I have this kind of solid scientific evidence, and also my next report will come out soon to make you fully understand it is. The other thing is, I work in the WHO reference lab, which is the top coronavirus lab in the world, in the University of Hong Kong. And since I get deeply into such investigation in secret from the early beginning of this outbreak, I had my intelligence because I also get my own unique network in China, involved the hospital, institute, and also government. Also, I work with the top coronavirologists in the world. So together with my experience, I can tell you, this is created in the lab. This is from that template owned by China military. And also it is spread to the world to make such damage. Yeah, this is, uh, this is truly frightening stuff. This is the interview with Dr. Li Ming Yan. Uh, she is a, uh, as she said, uh, works with the world's top virologists. A couple of interesting things in what she had to say. Number one, uh, Tucker Carlson asking the uh, very pertinent question, well, if this was created in the lab and then was released, why, why are, is nobody talking about it? And she talked about the fear of uh, the Chinese Communist Party. So nobody in China certainly is going to talk about it because you're in, as we've seen in Wuhan, a number of doctors uh, were immediately disappeared, as they say. And she also mentioned friends in the scientific community. 
Uh, bear in mind, there was a Harvard professor who was the head of one of the departments of virology at Harvard, uh, who was just arrested and charged by the FBI with failing to disclose his connections to the Chinese Communist Party. Then again, there is Dr. Fauci. We're back to him. He was one of the ones who actually went to Wuhan and helped them construct their P4 lab over there. In fact, it was money from America, more than a million dollars, that helped them build that. And when he, he asked about uh, uh, why this would, would be released to, to damage the world, and, and Dr. Yan said, uh, well, you'd have to ask the Chinese Communist Party. Well, no, we don't have to ask the Chinese Communist Party because General Chi Hao Chien has a Hao Ocean. I'm sorry, Dr. Chi Hei Ocean has already told us uh, exactly what the plan was. Uh, when you factor all of this together, uh, it's interesting that Chi uh, mentioned uh, the United States response to this being nuclear weapons. I think the Chinese are very fortunate at this point uh, that nuclear weapons have not been launched in their direction because when you put all of the pieces together to this puzzle, it certainly appears to, uh, to be a very blatant act of war, not only against the United States, but against all the nations in the world that have been affected by the Wuhan flu. Uh, there, is, there is much more here than, than anybody has uh, talked about or is willing to mention. Uh, Bobby, uh, in on the text line, let's not forget the head of the WHO, not the band. Yeah, Dr. Robert Redfield is in China's pocket and is probably part of the widespread suppression she's talking about. Uh, Bobby, I hope uh, all of this comes out sooner than later uh, before she disappears. Yeah, I watched some of the, uh, the footage of uh, Dr. Redfield testifying before the... Uh, committee on the Hill. Uh, the media was attacking President Trump over this today, saying, well, the head of the CDC says uh, this is uh, going to be available in very limited supply to begin with. And I'm watching him answer the question. The guy's sitting there with his eyes closed. Does this guy have to close his eyes to think, to compose an answer? I, I don't get it. Although you and I both really do get it. Got to uh, wrap things up for today. Thanks so much for being along. We will uh, see you back tomorrow. God bless. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 